Jasmine Tea Podcast fans, Danny here. And I just want to welcome everybody. Um, if you're new here, hi, I'm Danny. I feel like I have to kind of reiterate this every time now since we have some new listeners. My podcast, the X's and Tea Podcast, is a podcast where we talk about trauma. We talk about domestic violence awareness. We talk about abuse. We talk about toxic relationships. We also talk about anti-MLM content. I'm really excited because we have the opportunity to, again, help somebody share their story. And it never gets old and it never ceases to amaze me just what people have gone through. And I want to make a quick disclaimer because yeah, you guys got it. We're talking about worldwide dream builders. We have stories to tell and it, it will never cease to amaze me. Like I said, just how many people have gone through very, very similar things from this organization. So with that being said, Hi, Worldwide. I know you're listening. I just want to say that I'm speaking on personal experiences, personal opinions, not here to defame you guys. To anybody out there who might be curious about Worldwide and wants to join Worldwide, like, hey, go do that. You do you. I definitely think that it's important to listen to people's stories ahead of time. You know, Amway's just a distribution company. Might bring them up here and there. However, my beef is not with them. My beef is with Worldwide. It is with URA, BWW, LTD, any of these Amway tools businesses. Unfortunately, allegedly, Amway does co-sign some of this stuff, but it's seems like a symbiotic relationship that allegedly neither of them want to be a part of. With that being said, don't sue me, okay? Opinions, personal experiences, allegedly. All right, those three words are key here. But I'm excited to introduce a new guest. This is somebody who's brand new to the podcast, has been a longtime fan, longtime fan to the show. I'd like to introduce to everybody my friend Lana. Hi, Lana. 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 Hi, Lana. Hi, Danny. Lana's fine, too. I get it all the time. No worries. I get Danielle sometimes, too, like Daniela, but they always forget the A at the end. So it's Danielle. So I feel you on that one. Um, But welcome. Thank you so much for wanting to come on and share your story. I... I'm really shocked with it, with your story. We have been corresponding for quite a long time. And I think you are the one person who has sent me the absolute most. And what's shocking is you are in the least amount of time. Like that speaks to the trauma that you've been through, which I can't even imagine. Um, but again, thank you for your bravery and coming forward. So I have to know. How did you find the X's and T podcast? Uh, actually, my half sister found uh, you on uh, Zay and Melanie's Facebook page. Shout out. If you guys aren't a part of this X Amway Facebook page that, yes, was absolutely pioneered by the amazing Zay and Melody. Um, we still have this group active. If y'all want to join the community, please do. But I'm really glad that that she found me and, and was able to introduce you to it. So she was not in Worldwide, but you were, correct? I was. She was anti uh, worldwide, uh, anti Amway. Most of my family was for nobody really had my back. And actually, some of my friends were quite, quite nasty. And to this day, because of their nastiness, we are no longer friends. Yeah, which I'm sure was tough because I can imagine that when you have like a like a friend and they're doing something that you don't like, it can be kind of challenging to, to navigate those waters to to properly and, and, and really respectfully be like, hey, I'm not down for this. But I do think that there is, you know, even though they might have good intentions, I've definitely experienced people who are like, that's stupid. But in that moment, I was like, that's not stupid. And they're just attacking me as a person. So I totally get that. As far as the family support goes, I, I was very similar. My dad was like 1000% against it. And um, yeah. for her to have not given up on you, I love that. What is it that compels you to want to share your story? Uh, it was just hearing the podcasts and the similarities and then actually going through my messages because for the longest time after I left, I just 
left ghosted it let everything cancel ghosted uh my uplines because it was if i had a phone conversation with ally my upline it wouldn't have gotten productive it wouldn't have gotten anywhere because what people don't realize the same patterns that you see in dms is the same patterns that they're going to have on the phone like they like to bring up your patterns they don't take a look at how they treat people but yet they come down on you if so much you step out of, it seems like if you step out of line they they come down on you yeah no that's so true no you're right you sent me some of these dms and it's just shocking to me the deflection the gaslighting the straight up lying it's just it's repulsive they're so deceitful so you guys lana is here and she is one of our friends to the north depending on where you are uh for me it's north so she was under dawn and mary if you guys are not familiar if you're new here Don and Mary, of course, these are not their real names. We change everybody's names because, again, we're not out here to ruin anybody's lives. Shout out worldwide. Remember, I said that. Don and Mary are the very first diamonds that broke in Canada. They sponsored Nolan and Rianne, who our good friend Hope was under and talked heavily about. If you know, you know this. It's always the prominent diamonds. It's always the like we, we, yeah. we're all aware of who they are because they're diamonds. They're diamonds and they are like ruthless diamonds. Like I think that Dawn and Mary, there's something about them, man. Like I know that they created the process. So they're very pompous because the process was developed by them, of course, and then spread all throughout worldwide. They have this, this thing about them. Dawn's voice is something that has always stuck with me. Having had heard it so much, it's just almost triggering even to think about the way that he says shit. Like, yeah. for example, he teaches people how to manipulate others and how Very to do true. it in a way where he like turns it around, right? Like, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, and uh, you and Hope brought that up in your last, po like in your podcast. And it is so true. And they don't teach you to be better people. They just you're duplicating everything that they do. Duplicate this blueprint that we are going to show you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what's funny is usually the first sets of questions that I ask people have to do with their honeymoon phase. I'm going to say right now, y'all, Lana did not have a honeymoon phase. Like, it's insane. Like, so you were in for only four months, right? You said from from when to when? Okay, I include the process. Um, and it's a continuation of the process. I had my meet and greet early May. And then towards the end of May, not even 20 days, I was offered a partnership. Wow. I had to read the compound effect and how it resonates with you, like to track your habits. I had, I went to one function in May and it was to be paraded around this emerald and this diamond, um, which uh, was Mary. And then I met the emerald uh lee and then uh lee's husband clinton i didn't really meet him they they were just on the stage doing board doing their board plan and like they like they've talked about like creating a pipeline success habits and then they briefly touched on amway and how they use it as a pipeline and then they went back to like mindset habits the job like like really like the nine to five, like having a career. And yeah, I find when they do their like their little lives um, on like whatever platform, TikTok, Instagram, it's these concepts that they're taught, uh, but you don't know that they're uh, worldwide dream builders, worldwide group concept, the values, like they live by these values. These are their values. And like, 
there's some things that you're drawn to the values like healthy family healthy marriages but yeah to the extent that they have those healthy marriages I didn't read love and respect but I did read excerpts from it and I cringed <laughs> that's horrible book yes oh my very dangerous book to be parading around and passing your downline as if this is the end all be all for marriage yeah. like that's but uh but yeah so going back to what you said and we talked about this beforehand and I really wanted you to say it because I love the way that you said it it was you had the process and then you just just carrying on the process like I've never yeah. heard it said like that but it's so true and the fact that it, it took 20 days like they make it sound right like you guys they, they tell us this is a six step process and this is a very like lengthy interview process we want you guys to show us that you deserve an offer into business realistically y'all they're gonna offer everybody uh, yeah, an offer and then, into business. And then when, you, when you change your mind they call you a flake or a snowflake well sorry I'm not a flake it's my life it's my choice what I want to do with it and if they want to sit on their high horses and judge people that's all the fine um like I've got acquaintances who still follow follow these people and they were yeah. saying like um, Brad was being hardcore. Like if you're going to sit down and watch Yellowstone, we have a right to judge you. Uh, that was my, that was my Eagle. And then they went double, they went double Eagle okay. last year. And I think they moved up because uh, somebody said that they, uh, they saw pictures of them speaking on a stage. Oh, okay. Got it. So, um, so quickly here, we're going to run down through your line of sponsorship here. So again, all of these names have been changed. These are not their real names. These are not in correlation to anybody else who's in the business who might or may not have these names. They're just random names that we picked on the spot. So we've got Don and Mary. We kind of went over that. If y'all have heard before, y'all know who Don and Mary are. When you, when Hope brought up Don and Mary, I knew who the hell she was talking about. It was like, <laughs> oh God, not these two. Right, <laughs> right. people. Oh, they're yes. fucking pompous. Pardon my language. No, like, don't I get even. So we do that here. Angry at times still. It's true. And then below uh, Don and Mary, these were your emeralds, right? This was Lee and Clinton. I don't know anything like really that's defining about them, but if y'all know emeralds below Don and Mary, you'll know who Lee and Clinton are. And then there was your um, eagles who maybe went double eagle and that was Allie and Brad. Again, not their real names, not derived from anybody else in the business, random. So, yeah. uh, so Brad, you said, had continued to make these remarks and and that's really frustrating yeah or or even going to a hockey game and wearing a jersey like they make the reflection oh your wife is yes. wearing a jersey. another guy's name on yes it. we're not wrong holy no. shit i forgot about that but you're right they do that and that's the stuff you guys that were not told in the beginning was any of this disclosed to you like this type of behavior when you were in the process did you see this up front or was this not stuff that you saw until after you got sponsored after like I after like I was in it was like to spend less time on social media to yeah during the process it was all hunky dory right and like oh we love you love bombing but then when you're sponsored yeah it it changes it changes like there was all kinds of love bombing like at first I thought the organi organization was really good because there was a rally that I went to in June um and I was having a panic attack and one girl was helping me breathe just because all these people were smothered around Lee Leslie yeah and like Lee um and they were all smothered like they were all smothered around her and they, they had their phones in her face and they had like some people were holding like two or three phones recording what she was saying yeah night owling 
if you guys aren't familiar, that's where we would stay after functions or even before functions. And we'd go up to the higher pin level. Yeah. We could really only do this to eagles and above um, where you hold your phone up in their face and they're supposed to say something magical and you're going to record it and you're going to go back and listen to it, even if they're cross line, but we're not supposed to apply anything that cross line says. It's just, it's so dumb, but you're not wrong. It really happens. And it's overwhelming. I'm glad that somebody was there to help you through that. So when yeah. you were going through this process, you said that you had to read the compound effect. You had to go to some functions when in your process, cause it was, so you say 20 days. So what, maybe like three weeks, when in the process, did you know it was Amway and worldwide? Like how long did it take for you to find out that information? Um, it was like, I think it's like the second or third meeting because you have your meet and greet and then they get, they bring up the book and then going through the audios and then the follow up with the audios, um, went to the Shell Conference Center, um, got paraded before the Emeralds and the Diamonds and then, um, then, then I was offered a partnership and then I had my launch. I had my launch right in June. So it was like so fast. It was so that fast. It is fast. And that's not fair for them to make it so fast. And I'm glad to hear it was within at least the second, like it could have been the second meeting. But you have to imagine the third meeting, y'all, the third meeting, like you're going and being groomed for two meetings where you're like almost, I don't want to say falling in love like romantically, but you're you're becoming so infatuated with these people. Like, oh my God, they're so nice. They're saying all these nice things to me. They're love bombing me. I'm enjoying this. And you're already wrapped in by the time they say, oh, this is Amway and this is worldwide. That was as of just last year you guys like this happened to Lana last year and that's fucked up in my opinion but and by the time you had found out that it was it was Amway and worldwide did you have any knowledge of what Amway was beforehand I knew I, I knew about Amway because I knew people like back in the 90s um like I'm 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 older and um, I'm older, but I knew people who were in it back in the 90s. And it was the same kind of hype from the meetings, but it was only like brief interactions. I bought a bought a perfume off like one girl in the 90s, like in the late 90s. Um, but even still, I'm sure that especially with the way that they present it, they're like, oh, well, you may have heard about this before, but you haven't seen it this way. So they really try to destigmatize that the word Amway. Do they talk about Amway a lot after your process or really heavily like talk about the, the company themselves? Or was it more so just worldwide BS and then, oh, buy Amway products? It was buy Amway products, a lot of worldwide BS and try to build up clientele because of what happened with uh, the pandemic and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, like with, like I was like, this was like two years after the pandemic at this time, things were starting to open up, but they were still kind of like building up a clientele. And, but also too, like um, Ali brought up mindset, mindset first, then the business, but yet pushing to build up clientele and what stuff I did have for samples, people weren't impressed. Like I wanted to start off small, see how it went. Like September, I was going to start doing like more into the PVB, like more like buy more products for the point volume and that. Um, yeah, yeah. But but after like from July, like the end about the end of July, August and everything, it was just like, it was just like, okay, you can't renege on your commitments, but yet you want me to break my leap. Yeah, yeah. Let's go into that for a minute. So, so we've kind of learned a little bit about how your process went. And oh, real fast, actually, before we go into that real quick, I forgot, how did you learn about about worldwide? Like who, where were you at in your life when when they found you? Well, it and was then 
Um, who it, found you? Actually, I wasn't spear hunted. Um, these Allie and Brad are traditional business owners, and they were offering to help people start a business. It was for e-commerce, but it was in actuality. Oh, yeah, they would mentor you, help you out, do the whole coaching, but it was for, for the downline, to build the downline. And then you have to build your downline like because you're going to have to coach and mentor these people. It's duplicating the process. And I think they got their traditional business, like they've been in the business for probably about 12 or 13 years. And I think they got their traditional business about five years ago. And I'm not going to get into what type of traditional business they have, but sure. that type of business needs a lot of startup capital. Like I'm not stupid. I know about business plans. I, I know I know people who are business owners. Um, And that was talked about during the meet and greet. So I knew what I, I've done my research. I know what I'm talking about and their type of business you either need to have a lot of investors or a lot of startup yeah yeah and that's crazy because and and I don't know if this happened while you were in but I know that upline would always say that they would coach people to drop their traditional businesses so it's interesting to hear that there are still people who are upline who are keeping their businesses and even starting new businesses while they're in the business yeah. that is deceptive also in regards to deception, they presented this as if they were business owners trying to help you start like an actual business. Yeah. With your business or to like maybe provide ideas like where to get like, you know, startup financing capital. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. a little bit of networking or mentorship. And I know there's those. I know there is that out. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. So was there ever any indication mentioned to you guys that Platinums and above were allegedly getting paid for the on these memberships, like a, a piece of the pie, if you will, I or didn't getting paid to speak? I didn't know that. I didn't know that until I saw something in Zaya's videos, allegedly, of course. Um, okay. Lana's got her back. Yeah. Every, like I said, allegedly. Um, and I was like, and it was just like, wow and it's like where is my money going like where is the money going it's a good valid question and and again like it's it's so insane it's it it is so okay so met these people that you expected to teach you about actual business they did not teach you about actual business what what what, what were you doing at the time when um you were introduced to these people like what I were you doing and working in customer care doing on gig work uh on the side just to because of the pandemic and everything um it was just like lots of people got laid off during the pandemic it hurt them financially and I joined post-pandemic and see I'm wondering with people pre-pandemic like how many people like in their downlines were pushing them and these guys are like are waiting for employment like unemployment benefits or like how much of them like pressure on the dittos like how much pressure on the membership like that is like easily $800 that can go somewhere else yeah definitely I mean you're not wrong I've heard people express that that during COVID and and this is on the Facebook page of course that people have said like hey like yeah they they used COVID to their advantage to basically tell people to spend their um so in the U.S. we had some people had unemployment some people didn't some people like a lot of people People got stimulus checks and they were expected to put that into their business. And that's really frustrating to kind of look back at. And I know that you had experience. This was, of course, post-pandemic, but you experienced a lot of pressure after you had joined the business. And 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 I know that you said the first thing that really impacted your decision, was it about moving or was it your family member? Can you correct me and kind of tell us a little bit about what that kind of looked like? Okay. So first of all, like it was just some of the, just some of the stuff like I was listening to, like in their messaging system. 
and then also too i asked my 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 sponsors my my uplines for brad and ali and they spent time away in 2021 out of country i'm not going to say where again that is their business they spent about quite a good chunk of time away out of canada and um, when you look at the cost of living out of country, the cost, and you still maintained your home in Canada, like you still had to pay your rent, you still had, like, even though the utilities were off, you still had to pay heat. How were they, how were they financing that? And Brad said that their traditional business, that was from the traditional business, but yet they focus on this business, like how it gives you so much freedom. Okay, if it gave you so much freedom freedom why are you doing your traditional business this is and it is cultish first of all why all the secrecy with the meet and greet like why can't they just tell you it's Samway and worldwide group and why is it on their why do they have private groups to sell the products and also too when you look at their websites and their pages it's oh life coach entrepreneurial mentorship financial advice like financial coaching like who made these guys expert? You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I agree with you. Why the secrecy? Yeah, why and why can't we talk about it? Um, but no, you're you're totally right. A lot of the things that they do are super toxic and and double standards. I'm still shocked that your eagles were allowed to go out of the country. We were always told you don't go on vacation or go anywhere until you are platinum or above. So it's really interesting yeah. that. Yeah. These folks were out of town. They still run their business. They even did a business while they stayed in that country. Because oh, I saw a list of like wild. that country, but for like, but for uh that country's market. And I saw a list Um, because I have friends that live overseas. I've got family that live overseas. And I said, can I reach out to them and do stores in these markets for potential clients? And they said, oh, yeah, just run it by us first. Yeah, which is insane. So I want to go back to something that you said, because I've never heard this before. You said they have private groups to sell products. Can you kind of go on a little bit more into that? What what did that look well, they like? Have I'm private so curious. Social media groups to sell their products. No way. And this is based on just like just your personal experience. Yep. Wow. And See, you guys personal experience. But that's crazy. I've never heard of that. But it doesn't surprise me. And if, if you're so legitimate and not shady, why do you have things to hide? like their traditional business makes like upwards in the millions upwards in the millions and they say there's times where they couldn't get paid because of fraud they couldn't take an owner's salary like an owner's wage and okay but you got your you got your worldwide you got your uh amway business they know how much money you make but how much money are they making like how much money are they raking and they got you on this tight ass budget but how much money are they making? Like they want you to move to a shitty ass apartment in order to save money, but also to, to pour, pour money into your ditto and have a healthy ditto and have a retail side to your business. Like they have products on hand in case, case to give them out. Like, are you actually giving away more products for people to try than they're actually going to buy? Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So, okay. So these were some of the red flags that you started to see. When was it getting to be a little too much when you're just like, this is, this is not good. It was when I got a text message from my aunt. We are co-guardians of a mentally challenged individual and not just mentally challenged, just like also mental health aspects. We have to follow certain things with the doctors and a home or a care facility right now is out of the question because, yeah. and that was because again, because of COVID and how these people were being treated, they weren't being properly looked after. Um, They were just stuck in the rooms by themselves, had their food shoved in. And what happens if it was a senior that had dexterity issues, they couldn't take the plastic off their teacup. 
That's such a good point, but you're not wrong. And the way that they treated you oh. with this situation just irks the hell out of me. Oh yeah, I can't because... renege on my commitment. Well, he's going through cancer screening. And then it was just, well, you got to hire somebody or you got to find a solution because the business comes first before anything. And that's what I got. And then um, family reunion, my car, like the car broke down and I was like by myself on the side of the highway waiting for somebody to come get me like somebody offered to call me a tow truck and told me into red I said no um the vehicle's being taken back to where it came yeah that's scary by yourself and what was their response to this oh are you okay are you okay are you okay because yeah I opened up my data a bit for the messaging app that we were using and it was just like okay I'm not wasting my data right now I'm not wasting my battery and then when we got home it was like like well I haven't seen you are you okay like well can you listen virtually like my nerves were shot like I was a rat and it they didn't seem to care and also too there was periods where my arrhythmia was acting up oh take a supplement for that and I still had to plow through and attend a, a virtual and I think it was a training that night and I had my uh, mentally challenged uncle over um and it was just like that was another one that was another one like being told by my doctor like this is okay but you gotta pace yourself and it didn't seem it seemed like it was in one year and out the other oh you learn to you're learning to stretch yourself that's insane breaking down in your car is nerve-wracking enough let alone trying to figure out how to get it back home then waiting for that person to be able to come and take it back home and then you you have these health issues yourself they're actually telling you to take what crypt double x or whatever the fuck it's called to, to, to somehow help it even though you probably have a doctor handling the situation they somehow know better and then also you have this person that you have to take care of who has developmental disabilities who has um mental health issues like this is somebody that you have cared enough about to be able to take care of that's such a big huge commitment that you made because you care and they yeah. didn't care. Yeah. And, and, but yet they bring up, oh, we're all doing the same thing, but in different capacities, but we're still uh -huh. managing, we're still right. managing our businesses. Oh, well, I'm sorry, but this individual is way more important than this business. Yeah, for real. I mean, that takes a lot like developmental disabilities in addition to mental health disabilities. This is something that is very serious and needs a lot of attention. And it's, it just makes me so mad that they said oh, that to my, you. Yeah, my mom had MS. My mom had MS. Um, and that wasn't easy. And then her, uh, like my dad was abusive. My dad's got a record for spousal abuse. Like, like that's like, uh, like the toxicity I grew up in and to break all these habits that I picked up and to continue learning. And I think that's another way why I was drawn in as part of like my change and my growth, because they, they brought up like really good points about the mindset about change and about growth, but how they do it is so toxic. It is so yeah. toxic. And it's like, if you're not like, if you're not 100% in, you, you have to be like all in or all out there's nothing like in between nothing, if, all or nothing yeah and if Allie would have said hey you know what I understand what's going on you know what when things when things are better reach out to me and said oh you can't renege on your commitments and I wouldn't do the same like excuse me like that still rubs me the wrong way or like when I was getting out like my mind was pretty much already made up a legitimate reason it was all these reasons why why I left and like I was dealing with a, a sick 
uh, fur baby, a sick cat. Um, and this cat like touched so many people's lives. We did pet therapy. She would go into water. And I had to explain my grief to her kind of like, and there was a reason why like I've started like, oh, how do I get into this? This is, I sent her screenshots from Zay and Melanie's videos. And that was the thing she kept focusing on. It was like, it was a number of things. She said I was all over the place. Like I, my reason for leaving was changing. No, it was a number of reasons. Like the business wasn't working out and that's how it started off. But, and then it was every single little reason why I just left. It was yeah. everything. And if I had that phone call with her, I would have talked to her about this, but then it wouldn't have gotten anywhere because it would have been back to the diversion. Um, I kind of like the what would happen. She said, I hope I'd done nothing to cause you not to trust me. And I said, honestly, I don't think so. And that was the agreeable part. You're like, you have to agree with these guys. Like, and if you're not agreeable on that level and agreeable with them, like how they think their mindset, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Yeah. And that's why I didn't oh call. Oh my gosh, right. That's why I didn't call Allie. That's why I didn't call her because of how the pattern in the messages were and you saw that pattern yeah no I did and and that's really frustrating I mean you had every right to question what was going on I mean Zay and Melody their videos in my opinion are always going to be relevant I think that they really pioneered this whole you know anti-worldwide anti-amway you know I fire I think I think what they did was they opened up people's eyes to like what really goes on behind the scenes in these organizations because you don't know you don't know what happens you don't know what goes on you don't know the tactics you don't have to listen to like these messages or like um the audios like why how is going to a function rallies how is listening to these audios helping me all I hear yeah. is the same regurgitated stuff from the rallies but in audio and it just like pardon my language, but it's like a, the same shit, but different pile. And I have to agree. I, I want to go back to the way that they responded to you, because I think that that holds a lot of weight in, in, in how toxic they really can be. So you guys have to listen to me. She was in for four months, start to finish process to when she decided to get out for months you guys she had no honeymoon phase they were telling her that she couldn't focus on her family commitments they weren't focusing on her mental health they weren't focusing on her actual physical health she had a pet and and, and at the time when it passed away they did not take it seriously which i sent her pictures like i had to deal with this while i was at work so those are your fur babies those are literally your family so to sit there and tell somebody that like oh like that's not serious enough like ali noticed like my attitude changed towards her. Yes, I got distance because I had a lot going on. And again, I wasn't avoiding or anything. It was just I had a lot going on. This was more important. Like I was prior prioritizing what was important to me. They want to bring up prior prioritization, like to them taking care of a sick kid and listening to a Kate prior to prioritize your Kate. It's like what you should be focusing yeah. on that child. Screw the Kate. Get yeah, some no, sleep. I agree with you. Like, You're so right. Her, yeah. Like, or doing stuff in between, like, like with your kids, like, oh, you're taking your kids somewhere to like something, but all uh, at the same time, you're also uh, spear hunting and prospecting at the same time. Yeah. You know, what's interesting. And I just thought about this, but I always wonder, so we're, we're kind of getting into this era where we're talking about kids and social media and how they are just being exposed and there's no rules and there's no way of oh. like protecting them. It's like, what about worldwide kids? How embarrassing is it to be like, mom, like, stop, like, mom, like, we don't have to talk to this guy. Like, let's go. Yeah. 
but they raised their kids. Um, like I know I'm not going to get into my upline situation, but they limit the amount of time certain family members around their daughter because of what the family was saying to their daughter. So now they have to like, like there's nothing wrong with boundaries, but these type of yeah. boundaries, like how often like are these family members going to see the daughter? Like, I'm not and I'm not yeah. going to say what capacity um what the relationship to the daughter is like if it's a cousin you know what I mean I'm just using this as an example or they're vetting they're vetting the kids around their kids and the people around them yeah you know what as if like I didn't bring this up to Allie and Brad but I did raise my goddaughter and yeah I was careful who she was around but also at the same time I allowed her like no normalcy I didn't isolate her I didn't have her like bring her bringing her up in this other environment and that is another sign of cult like like cultish like being insular like being very isolated and that's what they do to you because I felt isolated like like I had no family support a house certain people reacting I just felt so isolated and that's what they want is so you go to them they want you to go to them but then when you do then they'll throw certain things back at you when you go to them like I'm just tired yeah. of like that was one thing was Ali was saying oh we notice you have healthy relationships. Like, can you teach me how to have a healthy relationship, how to communicate? Like, excuse me? Like, like again, like what makes these guys experts? And then like they like to say nobody's perfect, but that only applies yeah. to them. It doesn't apply to you. Yeah, exactly. And and when you were leaving, you are very cut and dry in your messages that you're like, I'm done. Like this is going on. I don't owe as you far an explanation. As... Exactly. You really didn't, but you <clears throat> gave them more than enough. Like it got to the point where I feel like I was reading your message and you're just kind of like I'm done like you you're, you could tell that like you were being so polite too, more polite than I think I would have been for sure but I and I you guys these messages are so toxic and she did a lot of voice recording like uh, why I get it maybe you're busy and you're so used to sending fucking Kate messages but come on in, in none of these messages saw, did and, she take responsibility saw, like you saw the conversions and they weren't mm -hmm. tampered with. You heard some of the audios, like you pretty much saw everything that happened. And it was a lot of information. Uh, it was four months, you guys. She was harassed basically from the moment she got sponsored until the time she left. The expectations that they laid was so unfair and unrealistic. I remember that you said too, that they were trying to get you like, to move. Like, and you got to hold yourself to a high standard. Like she brought that up to me. Like, you know, there's holding yourself to a high standard but again you have to be very realistic they wanted me to move in a new job in 30 days and yet do everything else on top of it I told this to my upline you are literally like a hamster on a hamster wheel well it's life it's the business you're going to be like that if you have a traditional business I think with a yeah. traditional business people got more control yeah definitely like you have so much more control they make you sound like in in worldwide like Amway is is your business you're an IBO independent business owner but then when shit doesn't go the way that they want it to they remind you at least they did for me oh your platinum actually owns your business until you break off as a platinum and it's not your choice like the two people I knew who were interested but when they saw what was going on it was like are you going to be like that to us are you going to be like you're turning it to somebody we don't know anymore wow yeah such like a good point there's positive change yes some positive growth but this wasn't like positive change and positive growth this was like manipulation and manip and teaching manipulation and applying manipulation like yeah big time and I I know that was that was brought up 
um, on your podcast and they teach you this stuff. They teach you this stuff. It's like not about being a better person. They're duplicating you to be like them, to be exactly like them. Carbon copies of them. That's all I saw was carbon copy. And you're not wrong. You are not wrong because it's so true. You see, like you said, what is the point of listening to all the audios? You eventually just start regurgitating the bullshit that you're hearing. Just like the same shit all over again and it's too much it and it's frustrating again like i am still blown away by the fact that this was only four months some people don't see this until like a year in and you saw it immediately like how shitty are these people to have done this to you and the thing is they're it's they're not the bad ones you are and you saw that in the messages like how cruel i was to ali i wasn't cruel yes i was distant but i wasn't being cruel i was dealing with stuff and then well i made my myself available to you yes and I was going to talk to you but I'm dealing with stuff right now like they take everything so so personally and it's like they can't handle it like their fragile egos cannot handle it you're not wrong and it's so frustrating so what did it look like when you were finally like done done like did you have to block their number my psychologist told me to block them because on the 31st we went through every single dm my psychologist my sister my aunt is aware of a lot of the stuff she heard it because my psychologist brought her in it's just we were just flabbergasted there was a message saying I had a relationship with Mary I met Mary twice that was bullshit seriously when I read that I was like what the fuck like of course you're not gonna trust Mary you don't know her you know jack shit about her she's supposed to know everything about you but you don't know anything that happens yeah in Mary's then, life oh, oh I know I know like they brought up my experience um with them and like like look at how we were like how can you believe like Zay and Melanie's videos like you know Lee you know Clint you spent time with us yeah board plans interacted like via the messaging system and on the uh, the one messaging app that wasn't the one paid for but that isn't really spending time to me that isn't spending time that's like all business stuff and like gross stuff like I don't know you guys I didn't spend actual time with you like did I do a road trip with you guys to a function like you did with two people like when they went to Saskatchewan in July like they'll drive to these like wherever they're doing board plans like especially if they're out of town they'll go they'll go and they'll they'll do like carpooling but yet if there's a local fun function like how do you get there like there, there can't be no excuses there's got to be solutions so like flex cars if you drive or borrow a vehicle or take take the bus and then how are you going to get around calgary like family reunion like and the cost of the hotel the cost of parking the transportation am i, am I going to be using public transportation am i going to be using a cab am i going to be using a rental it's all of these things that just it makes up such a horrible experience and i don't want to take up too much of your time but i'm so grateful that you came on here and spoke all of this i hope everybody heard you because you're right there's so yeah. much to, to to worldwide and i think everybody needs to to listen Listen and to learn and again if you want to join these people like have at it live your life go but, ahead i'm yeah I don't support i don't support this i don't support this not at all no but thank you so much for your time again for supporting us i mean you and i we have been in communication for a long time and i cannot thank yeah. you enough for your support and and for your
your bravery, truly, for coming on and speaking on this topic. I know it's not always easy, but you are much appreciated. Thank you. You are appreciated, too. Well, thank you. Um, So if you guys want to be like Lana, if you guys want to share your story, please send me a DM on Instagram at xsnt.podcast. Um, you guys can follow on TikTok as well as YouTube. We're also now available on Google Podcasts and Amazon Podcast Music. Stay tuned. If you have a story to share, it doesn't even have to be MLM. If you have a traumatic experience that you want to share, or if you even just want to like, hey, send me a DM, I'm open. Like, send me a DM. I would love to talk to you. And um, I hope you feel empowered. I hope you know that we here support you. You're all welcome here. So thanks again, everybody. I really appreciate you guys. We will see y'all in the next episode.